0: I've got something different on my heart and mind tonight. I'm going to ask you to believe with me to, uh, to get it out. It actually has to do with some of the uh, unrest that's going on in the nation and in the world right now. And um, usually, as you know, those of you that come, I don't usually comment very much, much less preach on or teach on Things that are going on in, uh, in the world. And um, I don't believe that a man or a woman of God should in the pulpit just react and respond to things that are going on. I believe you should hear from God and get direction by the Holy Spirit and preach the word. Not, you know, current opinion or conviction and certainly not just politics and that kind of thing. So as you know, that's unusual for me to talk about things that would relate to current things. But uh, uh, believe with me for light, yes. revelation, yes. to hear not, not what I think uh, or what you think, but, but what the Lord knows, yes. what he says, what's right, what's good. Father, in Jesus' name, all of us here in Branson and everybody in Sarasota and everybody joining us online from all over, We agree together as touching this. We ask you for the anointing. The anointing that teaches, reveals, reminds, quickens, helps, heals, restores the Holy Spirit moving and working in us and among us. We ask you for light of truth. We ask you for answers that the world does not have, does not know. We ask you for answers that are clear to you and clear in your word for those that have eyes to see it. So we ask for eyes to see it, ears to hear it, hearts and minds to discern, distinguish and understand it. And we purpose not to be hearers only, but to be by your grace and help doers of it. In Jesus name, amen. Thank you, Lord. You can be seated. You can be seated and look with me, or they'll just put it on the screen for us. in John 8:31, John 8:31. It says 8:31 and 32, Jesus said to those Jews that believed on him, "If you continue in my word." Then are you my disciples indeed, and you'll know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Everybody said out loud, you'll know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You cannot legislate morality. What do you mean? No matter how many good laws you pass, it won't make everybody do right. Now don't misunderstand me. We need some good laws because there are a lot of ungodly people that if they're unrestrained, they'd you know, create way more chaos and damage than they are. But the only thing that will cause a person to change is to be born again. Do you know this? That's it. To be born again. And then your your nature changes. Old things pass away. Hallelujah. And the love of God is shed abroad in your heart. Prior to that, you're going to be a self-centered, self-seeking individual. No matter what you might think or claim to be, you will be. Your nature has to be changed. How many know this is true? And the only way to do that, you you can't educate a person out of a bad nature. (laughs) You can't legislate a person out of a wrong and bad nature. You must be born again. And then you must walk in the light Walk with the Lord. Even after you get born again, you can still yield to the flesh that's and right. act like an, an unbeliever. Yeah. Hmm? But at least when you're born again, now you've got the power and ability right. to walk in love. Right. Right. Amen. Amen. So So, that, that's a, a truth and a fact. The... Uh, the chaos and the turmoil we're seeing in the country there are two big elements in this. One has to do with authority, and the other has to do with what is called race. When it comes to authority, <laughs> y'all are looking at me. See, he really going to talk about this? I told you I was. Are you believing with me? Yes. I'm leaving not to give my opinion, or what anybody else has said about it, but the word. Where where authority is concerned, the issues are lack of respect for authority and abuse of authority. These are the two big issues. Um, I, uh, I don't know what it's like to grow up with people mistreating you because of the color of your skin. I don't know what that's like. I couldn't know. I, I know it's bad. I know it's evil. I have had some tastes of abuse of authority. And it's a it's an alarming, demeaning thing. and A fear, fearful thing. Uh, I'll give you a few examples. Uh, and I, I, just a few. Because that's all I've had. Thank God. You know, uh, my parents, uh, my mom's here, and uh, my dad's going on to heaven, but... Uh, they decided when my brother and I were really young not to, not to raise us in the city because of the, the crime and problems there. And uh, so they moved us to the country. And my dad commuted and, and stayed uh, at work in the city a lot of times most all week and then he'd come home on the weekends. It was a real you know, inconvenience and expense but wanted us to grow up With freedom and not being concerned that, you know, we're going to get involved in a gang or some crime or this. And so uh, uh, I'm thankful for that. I don't apologize for that. I'm thankful for that. And if you were able to enjoy some kind of advantage, now we weren't wealthy, but we enjoyed some nice freedom, you know, I mean, if you'll move far enough out in the sticks, you can get a pretty good stretch of land for not too much money. Yeah. Right? And if you don't have to, you know, have the big mansion, well you can uh it's it's a matter of choices and where where you are. But uh I don't apologize for not growing up in crime in an inner city. I'm thankful that I didn't have to do that. Yes. Yes. Amen. But uh, but after that um there' I experienced a few little tastes of this here and there. Thankfully, not much. You know, we, our country has its share of problems, as you know. But have you traveled? Yes. Yeah. Have you gone outside the country? Yes. It ain't, it ain't so rosy. I mean, we, we got, our, got our issues. You know that. But, oh man, I mean, I was in a, in a country some years ago on a mission trip and I got up in the middle of the night and I heard what I thought was firecrackers and I thought well who is shooting firecrackers in the middle of the night here and then I realized that ain't firecrackers that's automatic uh, weapon fire right down the street from where I am and it was the authorities and the authorities there couldn't be trusted I know another missionary friend of mine. The police showed up at his house one day. He'd been there for years. Everybody knew him. And you talk about a great work. To this day, they got an out, a work that affects the nation. And the, uh, the police showed up. Well, he's light skinned and they were all dark skinned. But they showed up and, and told him they needed to come in his house. And so they're the police. And in that country, you don't say, "Where's your warrant?" <laughs> you just say, "Certainly, would you like some coffee?" <laughs> they came in and stole every piece of furniture he had. They just took it up. they took everything he had out of the house and loaded it up in trucks, and he never saw it again. The police. Uh, I was with some brothers on a trip in another country one time. and um, we, Everything was going fine. We're having a good day and we come around the corner and there's a traffic stop. And uh, the brother I was with, he said, mm, he said, be cool, be cool. <laughs> I said, what? He said, don't say anything disrespectful. Don't, um, and, and just don't say much. Let me do the talking. I said, you got it. And they were standing there with automatic weapons. They came and and they glared at us. I didn't understand the language. But I did hear something about drugs. And I thought, we don't have any drugs. And the fear is palpable. You know what I I mean by that? You can feel it. You, You know, you do the slightest thing wrong here. And you could die right here in the street. Because another country I was at a while back, just the week before I got there, uh, some people decided to protest something. And all they did was hold up a few signs and walk down the street. And, and the military opened fire on them. Killed a bunch of them. Just right there. This is evil. Everybody with me? Amen. This is wrong. Uh, thankfully we, we were fine in that situation of course you, you, as you might imagine I'm praying in the spirit yes, I'm leaving God <laughs> right and praying for my brother help us not say anything wrong yeah. why because these people were abusing their place of authority yeah, right. and uh, you knew you had it, it's a terrible feeling that you who are you going to go to they're the police. Yeah. Who are you going to call? Right. And uh, so I rea- what I realized later, and it had happened, this brother told me after we left, they kept talking about drugs. And, and I said, why were they asking about drugs? He said, they do that. He said, they can drop a bag in the car right. and take everything you got. That's true. And if you... Um, if you resist, they just soon shoot you. I'm talking about things outside the country. Uh, Phyllis and I, some years ago, we, uh, we moved to a new place and um, we had a, a new, uh, had got a newer car. And so we just went out one evening for a drive. And this is in our country. And uh We pulled through this little park area and just sat there to watch the sun set. And I mean, we're doing nothing wrong. We're just sitting in the car talking and the lights came on behind us. And these two uh, policemen got out and they harassed us for hours. They came up and I think they noticed that Phyllis was pretty. And they challenged me and what are you doing here? Nothing, nothing, nothing. We just, we're new in town. We just uh, in a car for a drive. And so they got her out of the car, took her back to their car. You imagine how I'm feeling. What do you do? I knew. I dare not make a scene. The guy had his hand on his gun. And they tried to get her to incriminate me. They pushed her. Pushed her and pushed her for me to say something that I was hitting her or or some kind of thing. Complete fabrication. We were just sitting in the car having a good time until they pulled up. Thankfully, after too long a time, they let us go. I, so, just a few things here and there, you, you get a taste of the injustice of abuse of authority. It's a bad thing. It's a hard thing. On the other side, without our police and our, and our military and good ones, we have as bad or worse than those with no government in other parts of the world. You talk about injustice and chaos if there truly is nobody to protect you. And uh, you need to look at it on the other side too. I mean, a lot of times there's fear amongst the officers. They they don't want to express it. But if you're going down a dark alley and uh, three of your friends on the force have been shot and killed in the last five years and left their families without a husband and a daddy or a mother, you're just, you're wired. You see what I'm saying? And you may may be a little too quick in a situation to do something, but because they were a little too slow, they're dead. And one phrase you got to watch out for. All of these folks are like this. Do you hear that phrase? Well, all white people are that way. All policemen, all... Anytime you hear that phrase, you know it's a lie. You're talking about, in some cases, millions of individuals how are in any group of any size are all of them the same way and it grieved my heart to see the man that died under the the knee the knee of the officer it also grieved my heart to see individuals yelling and spitting and cursing and using every derogatory name in the face of police officers who are standing there not saying a word trying to keep them safe. In another part of the country from where the problem happened, they don't know this individual. Can you see the ignorance of this and the confusion and the deception of this? Everybody is a different individual Do you believe it or not? Anytime you hear the phrase, well, all those faith life people are like that. You know it's a lie. Well, all Baptists believe that. It'd be hard to find a family of four (laughs) that all believe the same. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) These are lies. And this is is the big problem. If you hear and know and believe the truth and you think it and you act on it, you speak the truth, it liberates you. It enlightens you. It sets you free and it causes you to change from glory to glory by the spirit of the Lord. If you believe lies, the opposite is true. It darkens your understanding. It deceives you. It restricts you. It binds you. It gives access to the evil one in your life to confuse you further and further. You wind up, you can wind up in a murderous rage over something that's not even true. Yes, right. Or with the person it has nothing to do with. Just because you're mad about what this person did, how are you going to take it out on this person you don't even know? What kind of deception and confusion is that? It is the work of the evil one who comes to what? Steal, Steal, kill, and destroy. Everybody is a unique Individual. Right? Yes. You don't judge any group by what an individual did. That's right. Y'all with me or not? Yes. If you have any understanding, you don't do it. You know, you realize every person is a different person. Maybe this person acted evil and mean, but they could have been the only one out of their family that was that way. Only one in their county that was that way, right? right. Only one on that particular job or or whatever it might be. You understand. Go with me further, please, to the book of Revelation. You believing with me? Thank you, Lord. There's been other situations in my life I was really glad to see the police pull up. (laughs) Because it just calmed the situation right down. It just helped us. Hallelujah. And uh, you want to put yourself in in their place. Doesn't excuse. You know, there's people who shouldn't be policemen. They should not be. They went into it for the wrong reasons. But oh, you got a lot of people that they went into it because they want to help people, they want to protect people. They're godly, and the Bible talks about them that they are ministers of the Lord. There's folks that should never be preachers (laughs) or doctors. Our lawyers. You see what I'm saying? But does that tell you something about the whole group? No. No. There's something you need to remind yourself on a regular basis when dealing with people. I tell myself this frequently, I don't know them. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean by that? I don't know them. So I I, what am I saying? Don't form any opinions. Don't jump to any conclusions. I don't know them. You want people to give you an opportunity for them to learn you a little bit. Right? And not just judge you based on what somebody that might appear a little bit like you did. You know, because I preach abundance. I've had numerous times people judge me as a crook. Just When they met you, your clothes were too nice, your church is too big, and you have a what? An airplane? Uh, The church has an airplane? Well, you got to be a crook in their mind. You got to be just a, you know, low down (laughs) scum (laughs) that steals widow women's offerings. Huh? Yeah. Well, and the thing is, they don't know you at all. They know nothing about you. They don't know what you believe or what you've done or haven't done. Well, I'm just saying that I don't want to do that. If I don't enjoy being done that way, what I, I don't need to judge them and, and this is the issue. This is the issue. You will see in some of the recent chaos people who were really upset about people being treated wrong because of the color of their skin or people being treated unjustly turn around and treat other people wrong because of the color of their skin or treat them unjustly. Why? Because if you judge somebody, the Bible says you are guilty of the same thing. If you are prejudiced against prejudiced people, How are you doing better than them? Well, I just hate it. I just hate it. I just hate it. Well, you're saying that they hate and you hate what they hate. So you hate them for hating. So how are you doing? How are you doing any better than them? If you judge... You're guilty of the same thing, Romans says. And if you judge, you'll be judged. By the grace of God, we can rise above. We can see it differently. By the grace of God and the love of God shed or brought in our heart, we believe even people that have done terrible things can be forgiven and saved. You don't believe it? Do you believe it? Even people that have done terrible things can be saved and forgiven. Do you believe that? We do. Jesus died for everybody. In uh, Revelation 5 and 9, let me talk about something else here that's, that's connected. They said they sung a new song and they said, you are worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof for you were slain and you've redeemed us to God by your blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation and race. Huh? Huh? Color. Notice what is not there. It's not there. Now, some of your newer translations, in some places, will put race, and it's wrong. Because that word's not there in the Greek. You've got to remember things that were written by men. He mentions kindred, tongue, people, nation. You don't you won't find the concept of race in the Bible. You won't find it. You'll find race is a social construct. Not based on science. Some years ago when the uh, troubles in, in Ferguson were happening. Ferguson, Missouri. What was that? Is that about ten years ago now? How many? Six? I'm at six, somebody? six, thank you. Um, I was bothered by it, as you and so many. And I'm thinking, Lord, what's the answer to this? Because my my dad's generation dealt with this. My granddad's generation dealt with this. And, uh, you know, things have happened, but here we are again. And now here we are again in 2020. And I, I'm, I'm just praying and saying, Lord, what is, what's the problem? Why? And, and the Lord gave me this phrase. The root of racism is race. The root of racism is race. And I hadn't thought about it before, but he quickened to me that white Black, brown, red, yellow, does not describe color. It's not a color. It's a category. Y'all with me or not? Yes, sir. Uh, this, uh, this paper is white. Am I white? I'm not white. If you're dark skin, are you black or some other shade? How many shades are there? Millions, I reckon. Billions, I reckon, of different shades of, we'll talk about that in just a minute, but of, of skin pigmentation. why do we need to have different categories for different skin coloration? I hadn't thought about this before, but when the Lord said that to me, and I believe he did, or I wouldn't be standing up here before you like this. And one reason I'm saying, I've touched on these things a couple of times since then. You might've heard it, you might not. But the Lord quickened to me that... People didn't hear it. Didn't hear it. So are you believing with me right now? And you got to decide for yourself. Is that right? Did that come from the Lord? Is it the word? You can't get rid of racism if you hold on to race. And if there is no race, you can't have a race riot without race. And when you cut something off and you cut something down and you don't see it for a while, but then it comes back, what do you know? You didn't get to root. You didn't get to root. And so things have happened. Laws have been passed, changes have been made, and a lot of them profitable and good, but what we still have with us, and if you you listen to anything on the news nowadays, notice how many times you will hear the terms, white, black, white, black, 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 white, white, black, white, white, black, black, the black community, the white community, white officer, black officer, white, white, black, black, white, 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 black. Where did it come from? Where did it originate? Is it it from the Word? Does it make you a different kind of person because of the tint of your skin or your eye or your hair? Look with me. Are you all okay? Look with me in Mark. Mark. Three and 24. Now I use this terminology most of my life, white and black. But since the Lord spoke to me about that, those whatever it was, those years ago concerning Ferguson, I have changed. I no longer use the terminology. I find it to be wrong. Now, you'll have to decide what you think about it, believe about it, but uh, I don't refer to people as white or black anymore. I see it as, a, as the root of the problem and that as long as we cling to it, it will not go away. Mm, that's good. Right. Hmm. I'm going to give you more on it. But I'm letting this sink in for you. You go to this church, I'm Phyllis now your leaders. You should know what we believe about this. Amen. Right? right? You should be clear as to what and why. And you want to you, wanna, you, you not, just, not just let this pass by it's why I'm taking the service tonight to talk about it. Did the Lord tell me this or not? This is a very big deal. Yes. If this is just my thinking my idea then okay that's one thing but if the Lord spoke to me and said the root of racism is race and it's based on lies if he said that you know it's true and if it's true we can't control the world and everybody around us but if it's true we want to make a change Hmm? we want to allow our minds to be renewed by the Word of God and make whatever changes that we need to make. You agree or not? And I'm not not telling you, believe me. I'm telling you, check your spirit. Check your spirit. Check the verses we look at, right? See what you think. You know the Lord. Is it the Lord? What is the Lord? And there's got to be an answer why you you hadn't been able to make any more inroads of getting rid of racism. Right? Right? Why it has come back manifested with a vengeance, right? Over and over and over again. What does that mean? It means you cut some of the limbs off and you cut some of the fruit off and and you you put some nice things around it and, and you made some statements and wrote some books. And next thing you know, boom, a bunch of it. Why? You never got to the root. Never dealt with the root. And I said, the Lord told me the root of racism is race. The idea of race. The concept of race is based on lies. Things that are not true. Uh, You went to a place in Mark? 3 and 24. You got time for this. Are you okay? Mark 3, 24. Jesus said, if a kingdom be divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. Verse 25. If a house be what? Divided against itself, that house cannot stand division. This is insight into the enemy's method of operations. The scripture says we're not ignorant of his devices. How does he do it? The way the, the enemy, his core, his desire, he is so evil, he takes pleasure in destruction. He takes pleasure in death and killing. I mean, he takes pleasure in yelling and screaming and, and murder. and He takes pleasure in it. But we have a will so he can't just move us to do what he wants us to do. He has to come by subtlety. How do you get this human being to kill this human being? How do you get this human being to treat this other human being like dirt? And destroy them. How how do you do that? People, uh, you heard the phrase, brother from another mother. Right. <laughs> it's actually incorrect. We got the same mama, Eve. Hmm? Yeah. If you believe the Bible, now if you believe something else, then you're open to all kinds of distortions. Uh, the way the enemy does it this, this is real um, revelation as to the device of the enemy he has to divide a house divided a nation divided well we sure see in some of that aren't we the division how, how do you divide another word for divide is separate along what lines How do you divide things? How do you? You have to emphasize a difference. A difference. This this one is different from this one. And so then you label them and you make the categories. This one belongs to this category. And this one belongs to this category. And it might sound innocent and intellectual in the beginning, but this is just how the devil is. Then you know what comes next? Which one is better? <laughs> Which one is superior? Which one is inferior? This is how the devil... Causes full out, full scale war and the atrocities committed during wartime. He begins by devaluing the enemy and labeling them as subhuman. Because how can you burn with fire, dismember, blow people into bits? that are just like your family at home. You have to become convinced they are not like me. They're different, which is a lie. I mean, in one sense, we're all different, but not in the sense that's talking about. We're not intrinsically different because of something biological. So the enemy devalues, devalues, divides and destroys. He's got to get this group devaluing this group. It's got to be based on something. And it's a difference. And so he'll start with an obvious difference, but then he'll work lies into it. He's saying that difference shows a deeper difference. And you are not the same. And these designations, black, white, red, yellow, came in recent times. I'm going to read some things to you out of some... Even some science books. Are you okay? Can you take it or not? Uh, Thank you, Lord. Why are we different colors? Anybody know? Let me read some science to you. You know what plants are green? Chlorophyll makes them green, and melanin makes our skin, hair, eyes its pigmentation. And the same stuff, the same melanin, depending on how much of it you got. If you got less of it, you're lighter. If you got more of it, you're darker. But it's the same stuff just a different degree. Same thing with your hair color, your eye color. Are you a different person internally if you're dark-haired versus light-haired? That makes as much sense as racism because it's based on the same thing. Melanin. Let me read some to you. In, In human skin... Melogenesis genesis Melo, Melo, Melanogenesis, is initiated by exposure to ultraviolet radiation, causing the skin to darken. You know another word for that? Tanning. That's right, it's tanning. Huh? Has anybody ever exposed their son skin to the sun? And it got red and then it got darker Huh? has anybody ever known about this or or seen this (laughs) now you're laughing this is what racism is based on a lie that somehow if you got beyond a certain measure and degree of melanin You are a different category of human being. You're a different kind of human being. It's ridiculous. Uh, This melanin is effective in dissipating most of that absorbed UV radiation, which is dangerous. And... uh, In general, people whose ancestors lived for long periods in the regions of the globe near the equator have resulted in larger quantities of this particular kind of melanin in their skins. We're talking about now over centuries now and longer than that. This makes their skins brown or black, protects them against high levels of exposure to the sun, People that have migrated northward, the light skin acclimatizes to the weaker solar radiation. We already know about exposure to the sun and skin getting darker. What we haven't thought much about is that effect over many generations, over centuries. Did we all come from Adam and Eve or not? Well, when and how did these different races develop? Where did it come from? Let me read something to you that to me was uh, enlightening. The word race, as it pertains to classification of peoples of color's is really a, a very new word in the history of humanity. About the 16th century is when they say you see it first appearing. know, you've got to remind yourself on a regular basis, where did it come from? Who started it? Based on what? And uh, here's one of the first, I thought this is interesting, one of the first written records of... Uh, what they call racism was the third century Han dynasty in present day China. They described people with blonde hair and green eyes as barbarians that resembled monkeys from which they had descended because some of the monkeys have light coats in that region. Some of them have light blondish coats our different color eyes. So (laughs) some of the Asian peoples got races toward the light-skinned peoples. (laughs) That's way back. (laughs) It ain't new. And where you really see this development of the concept of race was right before and during the advent of Darwinism. And during this time, naturalists had been studying skulls and study from different regions, trying to make the the lie of evolution fit something. And so they concluded that there were different uh, sub branches of species. Hmm? And this evolved into the races. And one, I'm going to read to you from some of the, the biggest scientists and naturalists of their day leading up to current times. One said there's only two races. That was Vare. Jacquinot said, no, there's three. The naturalist Kant said there's four. Dr. Blumenbach said there are five races. Dr. Buffon said there's seven. Dr. Hunter, these are different times and different years, he said, no, there are eight races. Uh, Dr. Pickering said there are 11 races. Dr. Bory St. Vincent said there are 15 races. Dr. Desmolin said there's 16 races. Dr. Morton said, no, there's at least 22. Dr. Morton said there are 60 races, and Dr. Cro- Dr. Burke said there's at least 63 races. So, this idea, well, how many races are the People say, well, you got white people and black people and brown people and red people and yellow people. Well, no, you had not studied enough because the list is bigger or lesser according to who? you with me or not? Who's right? Which one of these doctors are right? Now where this found some of its strongest uh, support was in Hitler's Third Reich. And uh, at the end of World War II, UNESCO, which was a a global organization, came together in 1950 as a response to the genocide of Nazism. And they released a statement. Is everybody listening? They said there is no biological determinant or basis for race. And this was rejected. <laughs> you see how subtle the enemy is? What how could Nazi Germany do what they did to Jewish peoples? How do you justify that kind of atrocity? By devaluing. Come on, can you see this? A group of people by dividing them from our category. And if you listen to enough lies, you come to believe, well, they're just barely descended and developed from an animal. And they're not like us. They're an inferior race. How do you justify doing what's been done to people of all shades and groups? The truth is, there are no races. There is no black and white. There is no red and brown and yellow. These don't describe colors. They are categories that hearken back to this, back to Darwinism and Nazism. Categories to divide people up to, into. And that division is a step in the devil's mind toward destruction. If he can get you believing, somebody is substantially different from you and then he can get you to believing they're inferior to you, then try to get you to justify mistreating them. Somebody say, lies. lies, 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 I refuse to believe lies. And it's so subtle. This this is an illustrious body of scientists and doctors who did this in 1950 after World War II in UNESCO. And, and people said, oh, you've gone too far. Now, you can't say there's no basis for race. <laughs> and that's what the enemy wants. He wants you to fight racism while being proud of your race. <laughs> and he knows you'll never get rid of it. You're clinging to it with one hand. He wants you to hate racism while preaching evolution and teaching it in your schools, which is actually perpetuating racism. Because you're saying, they've even, have you heard? The evolutionists have had to change. They claim we came from apes. But now they're changing that. They're saying, well, that's not working out. So scientifically, so they're saying we had multiple, uh, you know, ancient parents. Not just apes, but in different categories. It's it's a real mixture. (laughs) Yeah, lies don't work. They don't work out. You can't prove them. And racism is an unproven unscientific theory. The categorization of human beings based on different levels of melanin or size and shape of skull. And it goes traces back to Darwinism and who's closer or further from development in the, from the animal it's ugly it's evil somebody, somebody tell me that you don't believe that they, they did their best to let, let me read it to, let, I'm going to read that to you again at the end of World War II Nazi Germany justified what they did to the Jewish people and other groups Based on their so called scientific studies of the difference of the races. And they're seeking a pure race and the destruction of the inferior races. And so, some of the most brilliant minds of the day, scientists, they came out and formed UNESCO in 1950. That's just a few years after the end of the war. And they they made a statement. I mean, they made five big statements, but they actually had to water down their following four because people didn't accept the first one. They said, the great and terrible war, which has now ended, was made possible by the denial of uh, principles they go on about, about truth and a doctrine of inequality of men and races. Um, they rejected there was any scientific basis or theories for racial hierarchies and they condemned racism. And in fact, they released a statement saying, everybody listening, there is no biological determinant for the basis or a basis for race. They conclude it is a social construct. People invented it to divide folks into different groups in their mind. Since the Lord spoke to me about that, every time I have heard the phrase black and white, it bothers me. Because I know unwittingly, when you use those terms, you're helping perpetuate a lie. I'm not white. That category is a fabrication of, a, of human beings that were deceived, who don't even believe the Bible, who believe we developed from animals. Black is not a color, it's a category. Brown is not a color, it's referring to a category. Categories, red, yellow. And like you said, they, they, their list goes on up to 62. So I have stopped using the terms, black and white. Somebody says, well, what do you, uh, what do you use now? Man? Woman? Person? <laughs> Y'all with me or not? Yes. Well, what if, what if you need to say something about their skin? Well, usually I try not to comment on people's skin. Period. But if there was some reason... Dark, light. Hmm. Dark skin, light skin. But why identify these categories? Let me let me ask you a question. What color is God? What color is Jesus? Here's here's a big one. What color will you be? After the resurrection. Yeah. <laughs> <Thank you>. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Let's talk about it a little bit. For go with me to uh, oh boy, I'm almost done. Can you stay with me just a little bit longer? Uh, go with me to um, you go to Revelation one. And they're going to put up Ezekiel 1 on the screen for me. But let me give you a a little bit of breakdown on what we looked at in Revelation. Where he said, uh, also you'll find that in Revelation 5 and 7 and 11 and 13 and 14. These four things he mentioned that describe differences in humanity. Every kindred, every tongue, every people, every nation. You will find conspicuous for its absence race or color. Now, there are some confused modern translation writers that put race in some of these verses, but I'm telling you, it's not there in the original. Don't accept it, look it up for yourself. And also in some definitions that some writers have made. But what is, um, I'm going to talk about myself. What is my kindred? My kin folks, another word for that is your, your immediate tribe. Well, the Moore family. That's my kin folks. My language, mostly English, almost English. <laughs> huh? <laughs> my people? People is the larger group that you lived with and fellowship with. Uh, you could say originally my people were Southerners. See, my immediately family, that's my, tri- that's my tribe, that's Moors. But we were in the bigger group of Southerners. I identify probably more today with uh, you, faith people. Yes. Amen. Who's my people? Yes. You're my people. Yes. Am I your people? Yes. <laughs> it's my people. Huh? That's right. that's right. look, look at somebody and say, You you're my peoples. But <laughs> well, they used to say peeps, you you my peeps. You're my peeps. You're you my people. And then my nation, that's not hard. US of A. American. Come on, can you see this? I'm a Moor. I speak English. I wasn't a I was a southerner. I'm I'm faith people. I'm an American not one word about the color of my eyes or my hair or my skin. Come on, can you see this? Why? Because that makes no difference in who I am on the inside. I had nothing to do with the color of my hair, eyes and skin, nor did you. And there's no distinctive difference. It's just a different level of melanin. I can go out and lay in the sun and change it. Is that right? I can stay inside a lot and change it. And over a period of generations, it can change a lot. It's a protection. The reason your skin gets dark is it's trying to protect you from the UV radiation, which can be very damaging. And it's a lot stronger near the equator than it is further up or further down. It's a protection thing. And people call it, you know, they talk about evolution, but it's adaptability. God has made our bodies and systems with an amazing adaptability. Yes. And here's another thought. I'm, and we'll see it in just a moment. I'm saying you or I, neither one, are the right color. Not yet. What do you mean by that? Everything's been messed up. Right. I think all of us are a little too light Are a little too dark. What do you mean? From what we were originally created. What color was Adam and Eve? You know what color it was? Perfect. (laughs) You know what their complexion was? Perfect. Their skin tone? Perfect. But since then, and since the fall, and since the curse, Everything has been skewed. It's off this way. It's off that way. You understand what I'm saying? So in that sense, I don't think any of us are very close to the perfect color. I'll show you why why I mean that. The Bible said in in Philippians, I thought I was done. Philippians 3.21, I'm, I'm almost there. I know this is different tonight, but do you have time? Yes. The Bible said that the Lord will change our what kind of body? Wow. <laughs> That's not very nice. Isn't it? <laughs> In our current state, our body is not what it should be. Everything's off and skewed. Our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body. According to the working, whereby he's able even to subdue all things to himself. What color is Jesus? It depends. You know, the Bible said that after he was risen from the dead, he appeared to some of the disciples. Then, later on, it said he appeared to some others in a different form. One said a different outward appearance. Why am I saying that? Because you just got through reading that your body is going to be changed and made just like His glorious body. So that means you can appear one way at one time and then you can appear a different way. And we get a glimpse of Him glorified in the book of Revelation, I want you to read that one. Revelation 1.14. We're almost there. Revelation 1.14 said, His hair and his head were white like wool, white as snow. His eyes were as a flame of fire. Keep reading. His feet like undefined brass, as if they burned in a furnace, And his voice is the sound of many waters. So when you could see skin, we would call it his bare feet, they were brass or bronze. And we we read from other scripture like it was hot metal in a fire. So what's that got to do with me? You just got through reading. Your vile body is going to be changed just like his glorious body. This is God's color, the Father. In Ezekiel 1.26. Ezekiel 1.26, the prophet saw the throne of the Almighty. He said, above the firmament that was over their heads, these winged creatures, there was a throne as the appearance of a sapphire stone and upon the likeness of the throne was the likeness of the appearance of a man. Didn't say it was a man, said it looked like a man. And the reason being is because we're made in his image. Keep reading. I saw the color of amber as the appearance of fire round about from within from the appearance of his loins upward and the appearance of his loins downward. I saw as the appearance of fire and it had a brightness round about. Hallelujah. Listen in the living Bible. It says, verse 27, from his waist up, He seemed to be glowing bronze, dazzling like fire. Other translations say, as the color of copper or gleaming amber metal. And from his waist down entirely a flame and glowing a halo like a rainbow all around about him. Does this sound any similarity between this and what we see about Jesus in Revelation? Why? Because he and the father are one. What's that got to do with you? Your vile body. I mean, ain't no need us bragging on our skin tone right now. It needs to be radically changed. Huh? Are our melanin levels that are off, skewed every way. Our body's been bought and paid for with a price. Can you say Amen. We shouldn't identify with white, black, red, yellow, brown. We should not identify with that. We should identify with who we are in Christ Jesus. Sons of God. Can you say amen? amen? Sons of God. What does that have to do with your complexion? Nothing. Your eye color, your hair color, nothing. Nothing. I want us to stand and pray for our country. Like I said, I have made a choice. I no longer use the categories based in Darwinism and Nazism to describe peoples. Hmm. And I don't use it for myself, I don't use it with others. And um, I, I consider that to be a root that has to be dealt with to get rid of racism. Let's pray for our peoples, let's pray for our leaders, let's pray for everybody on every street corner. There are people afraid in their houses tonight. There are people afraid in the street. Uh, people afraid, uh, you know, of the police. There's pro- uh, police that are afraid of protesters and criminals. There's, there's fear. Anytime there's that, the enemy's got something to work with. But you and I are the body of Christ. Yeah. And he, he told us to pray. Yes. Didn't he? Yes. I mean, our scripture we use on Wednesday night all the time, prayer time. Anybody remember that? Put it on the screen for us. What? 1 Timothy 2. Yeah. Let's, let's read it and act on it. First Timothy two, 1 Timothy 2.1. Can you put it up? He said, I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for not all races, all people. And what else? for kings, for all that are in authority because what they do affects us. That we may lead a quiet, a what? Quiet, peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Honesty is without the lies. God is like God. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. So that means the chaos and the people being hurt and the stealing, killing and destroying, that's not the will of God. God's will also is that he will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Lift up your voice, said out loud, Father God, we are citizens of this country and we are part of the family of God and the body of Christ. We have a right to pray to you you commanded us to. So we know it's your will. So we know you hear this prayer. prayer. And when we pray according to your will, will. you said we could know, know. we'd have the petition. petition. It would be answered. answered. We come against against every foul lying spirit, every Every evil thing, Stirring thing. stirring up lies, pushing deception, Division, seeking destruction. We bind you up. We command you to stop in your operations, cease in your maneuvers in our country, in our states, in our cities, in our land. We pray, Lord, there would be an enlightenment concerning lies that all people in this group are a certain way. Open eyes and help everyone to realize that these are not true and that this thing about racism is not true. It's based in lies. It doesn't describe color. It's separating, categorizing Categorizing human beings beings to treat them them as inferior inferior or superior superior lies. lies. Cause the truth to come out. out. Let it be seen. Let it be known known that we all come come from our parents, parents, Adam and Eve, and Eve. And and they came from you. And that we've been born again again. who are believers believers. and are likened to our master, master. true brothers, brothers. even of the Christ himself. himself. Give our leaders wisdom. wisdom. Keep them back back. from wrong thinking and doing things that will just make it worse. Check them. Help them to realize What to do, what what not to do. do. Who to listen to 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 and who to shut off off and stop listening to. What What to to yield yield to, yield to you. you. And what to resist, resist. everything of the enemy. Holy Spirit, Spirit. help us to pray. pray. Give us utterance. To pray beyond what we know. know. In another tongue. tongue. Your perfect will.